For many of us, this week is make or break. Let's talk about some waiver wire pickups for week 14. So first on my list is Ezekiel Elliott. Ramondre Stevenson went down with what looked like a pretty bad ankle injury yesterday. The optics were not good, he lay down on the turf for a while, and then needed to be helped off the field. And this week, New England has a short week going up against Pittsburgh on Thursday. And I highly doubt Ramondre Stevenson heals up enough to get into this game. Zeke Elliott should get about 18 to 20 touches, and they may not equate to much, but he definitely will be a volume-based RB2 slash RB3. If you're in a pinch, I would definitely give him a look. Next on my list is Noah Brown. Tank Dell suffered a season-ending fibula fracture yesterday, and it's up to the rest of the receiving core in Houston to step up. So it's going to be some combination of Noah Brown and Robert Woods. Brown re-entered the lineup yesterday after missing the last two games with a knee, and he actually had kind of a subpar game. He had two targets and didn't catch any of them. Before his injury, he was on a heater, catching 16 balls for 382 yards and a touchdown over three games leading up to the injury. Brown should be the biggest beneficiary of Dell's absence. He ended up playing 81% of the snaps yesterday, and I think he'll probably be the number two next to Nico Collins. He's only rostered in about 40% of leagues, and this week he has a really tough matchup against the Jets, who allow the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. But Brown should probably benefit from the fact that Sauce Gardner is going to shadow Nico Collins. With CJ Stroud leading the league in passing yards, I think Brown should still find a way to create some value this week. Next on my list is Alec Pierce. Pierce is only rostered in 2% of leagues and coming into the season there were some pretty big expectations around him. He's actually played the 8th most snaps amongst all wide receivers with 777 but it just has not equated to production. Coming into yesterday he only had 22 grabs for 291 yards and yesterday was his best game by far on the season. Catching 3 of 6 targets for 100 yards and 1 touchdown. It looked like Gardner Minshew was making a concerted effort to get him the ball and hopefully this is a sign of things to come. He showed a lot of promise as a rookie and demonstrated his ability to run a full route tree numerous times and I think it's only a matter of time before he puts it together and it could be during this stretch run and if it wasn't for the emergence of Josh Downs I think Pierce would have found a pathway to WR2 value a lot more easily but Downs has been nursing a knee injury all year and that may limit him at this point and maybe they're going to rely on Pierce a little bit more as it stands, Pierce has the 14th highest yard per catch average in the league with around 15.6, so he's a threat to score or catch a long ball at any time. If you're looking for a risky WR3 with upside, I think he's a guy to consider. Next on my list, going back to the Texans, Brevin Jordan. Brevin Jordan stepped in for an injured Dalton Schultz yesterday and had a pretty solid game. He caught three passes for 64 yards, which was his best game of the season by far. And if Schultz is forced to miss any more time, then Brevin is kind of a fringe TE1. He ended up playing around 75% of the snaps yesterday and Schultz is dealing with a hamstring injury. So if he does miss any more time, I think that's a good base in terms of how many snaps we can expect Jordan to play. Jordan was already kind of slated to see a boost in his workload because of Dell's injury, and this week he goes up against the Jets, like I mentioned, who have been locked down against receivers, but they have been a little bit vulnerable against tight end, raking in the bottom half in terms of fantasy points allowed to the position. Lastly, I want to talk about a quick stash. Brian Robinson went down with a hamstring injury as well yesterday, and Antonio Gibson stepped in. He ended up getting 14 touches for around 72 yards, and I think if Robinson is forced to miss any more time, then Gibson is definitely worth a pickup. The Commanders have a bye this week, so he's of no help this week, but next week he may be. He's pretty much settled into the pass-catching role in this offense. The Commanders tried making him a lead back for a couple of years, and it just never really worked out. He's also struggled with fumbling at times, but... If he does get the starting nod, he should be a volume-based RB2 slash RB3. Those are my waiver wire pickups and stashes for week 14. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know your thoughts on who you think we should pick up in the comments below.